Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20-Minute Books, we delve into Skip the Line, James Altucher's 2021 handbook dedicated to empowering individuals eager to fast-track their way to success. Unpacking revolutionary ideas for accelerating your journey, this book is a treasure trove of actionable strategies that aim to radically shorten the path to your goals. Learn how to effectively execute and scale groundbreaking ideas, acquire new skill sets rapidly, and even convert the fear of failure into a powerful catalyst for growth. James Altucher, the mind behind this empowering guide, is a prolific force in the entrepreneurial and investment spheres, with a substantial resume that includes founding and investing in an impressive range of companies. As the author of 18 books, including such hits as Choose Yourself and The Power of No, Altucher brings credibility and a wealth of experience to his writing. In addition to his business endeavors, he diversifies his portfolio as a podcast host and a stand-up comedian, exemplifying the very principles of seizing life's reins that he advocates in Skip the Line. This book is a call to action for individuals harboring unexplored passions, professionals contemplating a career shift, and anyone who has encountered the phrase, you can't, as a barrier to their ambitions. Join us as we explore how Skip the Line is not merely a guide, but a manifesto for those ready to leapfrog the status quo and redefine the trajectory of their successes. Skip the Line, the 10,000 Experiments Rule, and other surprising advice for reaching your goals. Introduction. Discover how to leapfrog to success and turn your passions into profits. James Altucher has danced through the ups and downs of various careers like a maestro, orchestrating startups, venturing into capital funds, penning an array of books, and even testing the waters of stand-up comedy. His journey hasn't been without missteps and failures, having faced moments of financial uncertainty that left him questioning his next meal. Yet, each falter merely added another layer to his resilience. Now, thriving as an entrepreneur, author, and investor, Altucha has a wealth of experience that he's channeled into practical wisdom. In this exploration, we're going to delve into the innovative techniques he's honed for bypassing traditional paths to achievement. Get ready to catapult yourself toward prosperity with insights that promise to accelerate your journey. During our journey, we'll unearth ingenious methods to spark idea creation and master fresh proficiencies, strategies for cherry-picking the most promising ideas to chase after, and the essential reasons to embrace failure as a stepping stone rather than an obstacle. Part 1. Fast-tracking excellence. Love what you do and excel rapidly. Let's talk about a rule you've likely come across, the 10,000 hours rule. The brainchild of Swedish psychologist Anders Ericsson and brought to widespread recognition through Malcolm Gladwell's writings, this rule claims that reaching the upper echelons of any skill requires 10,000 hours of focused, deliberate practice. This isn't merely repetition. It's about engaging in the skill with intent measuring your successes and failures, and refining your approach based on feedback. But here's a pondering point. 
What if your aspirations don't have the luxury of time? What if you need to become proficient swiftly? Herein lies our focal point for this narrative. Fast-tracking excellence means pinpointing your passion and accelerating the mastery process. In 2020, the world faced an unprecedented challenge due to the COVID-19 pandemic. An economic crisis ensued, with countless losing their jobs and numerous businesses shutting down. Many faced a crucial decision. Stick to the known path, branch out into a new field, or pivot entirely. James Altucher is no stranger to starting from scratch. Rewind to 2002, he stood at a career crossroads, jobless and penniless. But his aspirations were clear. He aimed to be a professional investor and harbored a dream of becoming an author. His mantra? Improve, even by just 1% daily. Fast forward two years and witness Altucher managing a hedge fund overseeing millions and penning his first book. In the years following, he would go on to sell a venture in the investment arena for a sum that left him financially secure. Wondering about the secret to such a dramatic shift? Altucha first crystallized his true callings. He then promptly discarded the notion of the 10, 0, 0, 0 hour requirement to achieve proficiency. Instead, he embraced the concept of swift skill acquisition and exploring ways to quickly monetize them. Altucher embarked on a series of personal experiments, like improving by 1% each day, to test and iterate ideas effectively and efficiently. We'll dive deeper into this alternative framework that Altucher champions, the 10,000 experiments rule, in the coming segments. Part 2 Through experimentation, you can accelerate learning and skill mastery. Picture Dick Fosbury in the 1960s, an average high jumper struggling with the conventional upright scissors jump that just wasn't suited to his long-limbed build. He'd race towards the bar, try to vault with a straight lead leg, and time after time, he'd knock the bar down. Then one day, he turned things around, quite literally, by leaping backward. This one experiment led to a new high-jumping technique that saw him sail over the bar. The Fosbury flop was born. The central takeaway? Experimentation is the speedway to learning and perfecting skills. Initially, Fosbury's high school coach dismissed the backward leap as impractical, even banning it during meets. However, upon witnessing the potential of the Fosbury flop, the coach couldn't deny its effectiveness. From an unremarkable jumper, Fosbury catapulted to Olympic gold in 1968, revolutionizing the sport in the process. This breakthrough didn't require 10,000 hours of practice, just the courage to try something new. Here lies the essence of the 10,000 experiments. Rule. Through regular experimentation, you can swiftly test a multitude of ideas and sharpen your abilities. This approach can yield exponential benefits in your knowledge, skills, and career trajectory in far less time than traditional methods dictate. Let's take James Altucher's foray into stand-up comedy as an example. Initially feeling out of his depth and petrified of the spotlight, he realized improvement hinged on trial and error, no matter if some attempts flopped. In a daring move, he surrendered the reins to the audience inviting them to dictate the night's topic for humor. 
a technique untried by his comic peers, but one that promised more engaged audiences. The gamble? It paid off. The audience lapped it up. Embarking on this path of nightly comedic experimentation led to palpable gains. Within a mere one-year window, Altucha was cracking jokes on stage at Carolyn's, the big leagues of comedy venues in New York City. Experimentation, undoubtedly, can trim the time it takes to go from novice to authority in any field. And this is a lesson that Altucha conveys with his own leaps of faith. Part 3. Accelerate mastery by transferring skills across fields. Ever been baffled by the rapid skill acquisition of certain individuals? Take Pele, the legendary Brazilian footballer. His serious engagement with soccer commenced at 15 when he was scouted by Santos FC. By this stripe in their careers, many professionals are already seasoned by nearly 10 years of practice, but not Pele. In just one year, he would don the national colours and eventually etch his name as one of history's most cherished football icons. The question is, how did he achieve such brilliance in record time? Let's lean into the key message here. To accelerate your progress in any domain, tap into the skill sets honed from different territories. This strategy, which Altusha brands as borrowing hours, can significantly expedite skill acquisition. It involves assessing the expertise you've cultivated in one area and then reapplying those abilities to a novel context. By borrowing hours, Pele shot to the apex of global football. Growing up in meager circumstances without traditional soccer resources, Pele honed his craft playing futsal, a variation of soccer with smaller playing areas and equipment, favoring agility and quick passing. This background in futsal sharpened Pele's reflexes and agility, skills which he then transferred to the conventional soccer field. We witness a similar concept in language learning. For instance, if you're proficient in Spanish, with its grammatical complexities and expansive vocabulary, getting to grips with Italian, given the language's similarities, may be significantly less daunting. It's pertinent to note that Pele didn't play futsal with the conscious intent of it propelling him into professional soccer. It was passion that inadvertently pivoted him into a new sphere, unfettered by expectations. Being outcome agnostic is paramount when it comes to skipping the line. To forge ahead, one must engage with fresh undertakings without preconceived boundaries. It's about liberating yourself from constraints and the traditional notion of linear progression, embracing the freedom to navigate uncharted pathways that lead to accelerated growth and success. Part 4. Ideas beget opportunities. Cultivate them daily for career growth. In the early 2000s, James Altucher found himself in a grim place emotionally and financially, after a disastrous foray into day trading. With bankruptcy looming, a house slipping through his fingers, and the welfare of his children at the forefront, he desperately needed a ladder out of the financial abyss. He started simply by jotting down lists, ideas for business endeavors, books, articles, and even strategies to enhance other people's enterprises. It was through this process that Altucha discovered a crucial strategy. Good ideas can transform into actionable opportunities. Dive into the crux of this narrative. Creating new ideas each day can carve out paths for novel career ventures. 
Altuche's revival was fueled by his commitment to flexing his idea muscle daily. And you too can follow in his footsteps. Let's delve into the notion of idea calculus, which Altuche champions as a means of idea generation. Consider the first maneuver, idea addition. This involves taking a pre-existing idea and amplifying its appeal. Take an app like Zoom, for example. During the pandemic lockdowns, Altuche drafted a list of 10 enhancements for the video conferencing tool and is now developing a new platform integrating these upgrades. Then there's idea subtraction, which tackles the hurdles that make an idea seem untenable by removing the barriers. For instance, when a friend of Altuche's hit a roadblock in manufacturing a clothing line stateside, he advised starting production in China to validate market interest before transitioning back home. Moving on to idea multiplication. Take a successful concept and broaden its applicability. Amazon mastered this by initially selling books online and, upon validating the model, scaling it to encompass an array of other product categories. Another technique is idea division. This requires narrowing the focus. Think PayPal, which originated with ambitious aims to facilitate payments across all web browsers but honed in on eBay to corner that market first before expanding. Don't overlook the idea subset strategy, dissecting a broad idea into granular elements. In Altucha's case, when he conceived a social networking site for investors, he further brainstormed page ideas and specific elements for those pages. And lastly, entertain the practice of idea sex, which is the fusion of disparate ideas into one composite innovation. A case in point is the iPhone, a blending of a cell phone and an iPod. In sum, the path to innovation and career expansion isn't confined to the invention of the new, but rather in the reconfiguration, augmentation, or reduction of the old to yield something distinct and valuable. Part 5. Choosing the Right Experiments, the Art of Idea Selection Imagine your mind as a spring bubbling with boundless thoughts and concepts. This is a chapter from James Altucher's life, though it wasn't always as prolific as it sounds. Casting a net into the sea of ideas he generated often left him without a catch at the end of the day, grappling with why he hadn't acted on any of them. With an overwhelming array of possibilities and lacking a roadmap, progress remained elusive. Here lies an essential principle. To be an effective experimenter, one must first discern which ideas are worth pursuing. An abundance of ideas can be electrifying, yet without a method to sift through them, you're akin to a hamster on a wheel, lots of energy expended, but little ground gained. The key is to filter out the worthy notions that deserve your time and effort. When Altucher contemplates the ideas before him, he poses a crucial question. How many factors need to align for this concept to take flight? He terms this the conspiracy number. The fewer elements that must converge, the more attainable the idea. Take writing a book with the goal of profit, with a five-step journey involving writing, agent approval, publisher acquisition, bookstore placement, and finally, robust sales, amounting to a high conspiracy number. Yet within the broader vision, lurk less complex paths, launching a podcast, designing an online course, producing YouTube content, or curating an online newsletter. To navigate the maze of ideas, 
draw up a list of all the avenues emanating from your central idea, investigate the associated conspiracy numbers, and gravitate towards the one with the least hurdles. Deploying this strategy sharpens your focus, enables risk assessment, and steers your efforts towards ideas with the strongest benefits and minimal complications. In a world where time is a precious currency, discerning the right experiments to run can be the difference between stagnation and making strides in innovation and problem solving. Part 6. Finding your true calling is the gateway to success. Imagine a screenwriter in the throes of Hollywood, entrenched in what many would consider a dream career. This was Matt Berry's reality. But despite the glitz and prestige of his profession, Berry found himself disillusioned. So he took a leap of faith. He walked away from screenwriting, a decision that brought with it a tumultuous personal life and an unstable income from blogging. But Berry's blog wasn't ordinary. It centered on his childhood love, fantasy sports. His writing carved out a niche that was scarcely occupied, leading to a vast following, and ultimately, Barry became ESPN's inaugural fantasy sports commentator. This narrative delivers a profound insight. Success is within reach when you discover and engage with your true calling. Barry's ascent to notoriety and wealth demonstrates that passion can indeed be monetized, provided that you identify the room least crowded and stake your claim. Contrary to lifelong mantras, financial reward from doing what you cherish is attainable, but it starts with defining your purpose. How does one embark on this quest for purpose? Let's look at Danica Patrick, a trailblazer in the male-dominated realm of racing, for guidance. Upon retirement, she too sought to redefine her purpose. She suggests starting with a reflection on your ideal day, pondering what drives you from dawn until dusk if all constraints were removed. Then, peruse through your camera roll. Your most photographed subjects could whisper hints about your calling. To further this, assess recent activities and their impact on your happiness. What energizes you may indeed be your purpose. Uncovering your life's calling is the initial step. Living it out daily is the part that solidifies your success. It involves immersing in a community that shares your passion, drawing from the wisdom of mentors, and becoming a student to the history and prevailing ideas within your field of interest. An important measure is finding your unique voice within that dialogue. The capstone, though, is transition from contemplation to action. Shift from planning and pondering to executing. By diving headfirst into your newfound pursuit, you open a conduit to success where fulfillment meets achievement, creating a rich tapestry that merges your life's work with your life's love. Part 7. Expand your financial horizon with the spoken wheel method. Picture the dawn of Amazon in Jeff Bezos's garage, focusing solely on selling books. Over time, the retail giant branched out into apparel, electronics, groceries, and eventually into pioneering services like Amazon Sellers and Amazon Web Services. Amazon's adeptness at leveraging and monetizing its infrastructure is an example par excellence of what James Altucher dubs the spoken wheel method. Let's unpack the key takeaway. To effectively turn your skills into a revenue stream, it's crucial to employ the spoken wheel strategy. Envision a business concept as a wheel. Your core idea sits at the center. 
The spokes represent the myriad avenues through which you can monetize this central idea. Take Marie Kondo, the organizational sage, and her KonMari method, an amalgamation of Shinto principles and contemporary minimalism. This method is Kondo's proverbial wheel. From this hub extend various spokes, a best-selling book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, a Netflix show, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo, a newsletter, merchandise, online courses, and speaking engagements. These spokes have multiplied Kondo's wealth, demonstrating the efficacy of the spoke-and-wheel approach. What this method illustrates is a strategy to maximize the potential of a singular idea while simultaneously creating a diverse revenue portfolio. It's a safeguard against over-reliance on a solitary income source, presenting a spectrum of opportunities to be explored. So, if you're nurturing a business aspiration or a specialized interest, sketch out all the possible spokes that could stem from it. The plethora of prospects might astonish you. By giving these various opportunities a chance, you can chart a financial course that's as expansive as it is robust. Part 8. Transform your fears into stepping stones for success. Think of James Altucher at the age of 26, harboring aspirations to hit the literary limelight. Instead, haunted by the haunting specter of rejection, he veered off course to take up a software developer role at HBO. The initial period was riddled with errors and setbacks, pushing him toward additional computer training, despite his formal education in the field. Yet, as time unfolded, Altucher transformed this initial struggle into a significant triumph. Spurred by necessity, HBO's lack of an online presence, he built their website from the ground up within an impressive two-day time frame. This pivotal moment showcases a profound revelation. With the right mindset, fears can morph into doorways for growth and achievement. Let's delve into the core concept. It's within your power to convert fears into opportunities. Altucher, like all of us, is not immune to the grip of fear. Every impending release of his work floods him with anxiety over potential failure or scorn. Yet, these trepidations are universal, a shared human experience whenever we venture to put forth our creations into the world. Here's the critical learning curve. Leverage fear as a catalyst that propels you toward your aspirations. Suppose Altucher is pondering a new book or business venture. In that case, he quizzes himself. Does this pose as the breakthrough I've longed for? Can I pioneer in a field untraveled? Affirmative responses become his green light, despite the lurking worry of potential failure. In fact, He's redefined his entrepreneurial compass. A lack of fear signals a venture perhaps too mundane since novelty often resides in the yet-to-be-attempted. Similarly, his public engagements aim for discomfort. Mildly jolting, an audience secures remembrance, something a passive talk fails to achieve. Innovation blossoms at the outskirts of comfort zones. By making peace with fear, by befriending it, you pave the way for growth. It is that growth which eggs you on to launch that article, to share your voice from the stage, to explore, to test, and to dare with something new. Fear, it turns out, isn't the end of the road. It's just a sign that you're on the path to somewhere great.
final summary. In essence, the journey through these insights underscores a significant truth. Success isn't just a cerebral exercise. It's the fruit of action and innovation. To truly transform your life, you can't stay stagnant in thought. You must step into the arena of the new and the untried. By actively honing skills, cultivating daily ideas, and giving life to those ideas through experimentation, you unfold a tapestry rich with opportunity and growth. Forge onwards, feed your idea muscle, and immerse yourself in the cycle of learning and doing. This proactive approach is the wellspring from which expanded possibilities and success naturally arise, waiting for those daring enough to seek them out. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.